0: This is Ike. Ike, 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 a podcast program with a non-conventional view of reality to match Chicana, Chicano, and next reality. Ike examines popular culture and the times with a critical lens and dark humor. Dig it, we got ondas y royas, y tacos, and intersectional rascache hijinks. Eso que ni que. So grab a chela. Or a lightsaber and sit back and relax with us as we dodge the awas and low-ride in our bomba across the internets with masa for the masses. A Punch it, Chewie! Sí, hablamos encabronado. We interrupt this program to bring you this special bulletin of the EK Podcast Emergency Broadcast System. This is not a test. We do not identify with the term Latino or Latinx, which we find to be inaccurate. Latino or Latinx describes an inhabitant of Latium, a region in ancient Italy from which the Latin language began. And so Latin denotes a Eurocentric interpretation of who we are. Its introduction to the United States began when the US government adopted the term Latino in 1997 to supplement and use interchangeably with the government construct Hispanic first created under the Nixon administration in 1970. This was a direct attack against the Chicano movement and its embrace of its powerful cultural identity. As indigenous descendants to this continent, we here at the Ike podcast, acknowledge the history and history and continuation behind Chicanx identity and its origins on this indigenous land. We reject any ethnic group names created by another group of people, in this case, being the neo-colonial nation-state construct of the United States. The EK podcast is a Chicanx podcast. This concludes this special bulletin of the EK Podcast emergency broadcast system. This system was developed to provide information to the public during emergencies. We now return to your regularly scheduled programming already in progress with your hosts, Kid Palsy and El Profe.
1: What's happening, y'all? Yes, yes. Your ears are not deceiving you once again. This is the truth. This is the EK Podcast episode 014 with myself Kid Pauzi, And El Profe. Yes, yes. Uh and as you can tell, this isn't uh this isn't a faulty audio uh, output. Uh, El Profe is here with me in the studio. In my studio. What's up, El Profe? How you doing, man? Again after uh a number of years <laughs> yeah man it's been uh, it's been three years since i left california uh you know to over here to a different state so you know it's 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 been great to have you here as my guest for the past week man
2: thanks no yeah it's it's been great uh, be, uh, being here man thank you and uh you know uh folks uh we're able to uh, to do this because uh we're both uh, fully vaccinated you know, we're still de- dealing with the pandemic as we're recording this, and uh, you know, we're both proponents of uh, uh, science, <laughs> the vaccine,
1: ha- yes, yes,
2: health and well-being.
1: For sure, man. Science, science has been able to keep me going. You know, has has been able to uh, help me with help me with my disability, and uh, since I do have, uh, apart from having a CP, which is uh, cerebral palsy um i do also have you know uh uh, uh breathing issues so you know i don't want to take the risk i don't want to be at risk and i, and I don't want to take um uh, 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 you know uh, uh put people at risk so i've been just keeping to myself uh and i took the vaccine you know uh the uh, the second vaccine kicked my butt man i was out i was out um of commission for like two days tired as heck man yeah. um tired as heck i wasn't in pain but i was tired uh so but we're here man you and i are vaccinated completely we're good uh we're still taking we're still, still taking care of ourselves keeping out of uh harm's way yeah you know for sure uh but yeah man you know uh um how do you how do you like uh, how do you like it so far where i live man yeah it's nice
2: it's nice you know uh uh but the uh, uh, I, I, ju- I just have to uh, get used to the elevation. <laughs> so that's it.
1: For sure, man. Uh, this is uh, 7,000 feet above sea level. So the oxygen is pretty thin. Yeah. So you have to breathe heavily, you know. Yeah. Uh, also, you might have to go to the restroom a lot. <laughs> 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 you know? No comment. <laughs> uh, why is that? <laughs> Give us the details.
2: Oh, man but uh but no it's been it's been great uh i i like being surrounded by so many trees a lot of trees uh it gets windy i feel like i'm in an episode of twin peaks
1: <laughs> wow <laughs> and
2: uh no it's it's cool it's cool uh, uh you know i like it yeah man um you know for, for that- sure
1: man it's uh it's been a nice little ex- uh, uh exciting uh, uh adventure to uh go around town you know and try all the beers yeah all the beers you know and uh just experience something new you know uh the cold for sure man yeah uh did you uh there was snow here it was snowing what like uh on tuesday it was snowing on tuesday mm-hmm. uh, but it wasn't enough to uh stick to the ground so by the time we left it was already like pretty much melted yeah you know and, and we, we were leaving my apartment. Went to downtown and whatnot, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Definitely uh, good
1: times. Yeah. For sure, for sure, man. But anyway, uh, what, the, um, what's in store for, the, uh, for today's episode, man? Well, you know, Kipazi, yeah,
2: we're definitely in for a, a special treat for our listeners. Uh, today we have a special guest, um, uh, Chicano artist Eric Yanes, and... He also goes under uh, Doobie Junk. And, um, you know, um, I'll give uh, our listeners a quick little overview. But um, he was born in uh, East L.A. in 1971. Currently resides in Alhambra. Um, and um, he's uh, he mainly works with acrylic, uh, base paint, markers, spray, uh, spray paint, and... Um, you know uh, from a young age he's you know shown interest in the arts um, he studied drafting in high school uh, took some art classes at uh, ELAC East LA College um, you know he's highly influenced by music cartoons comic books uh, you know and so forth the historic LA uh, East LA murals and um, so he developed his own sense of style when um, creating uh, his unique graphics, and uh, and he started with uh, little three by five uh, blank labels and you know stickers, and worked his way into uh, canvas, and he's uh, shown his work uh, at local community events, um, and uh, also through utility box art programs, and. Uh, And so forth. So um, we're going to be having a talk with him. And, you know, he'll go more into detail about his work. So it's really cool. You know, uh, Kid Pazi, you've seen uh, some of his work on Instagram. What do you think?
1: Oh, for sure, man. Uh, Back when I had Instagram. Because remember, y'all, I do not have social (laughs) media anymore. (laughs) So, uh, no, but yeah, I thought his stuff was really great, man. I thought it was really great. Really uh, artsy. Really, really, like, out there psychedelic you know and uh you know for someone who can't draw because of my horrible hand eye coordination <laughs> thanks to my cerebral palsy um i really appreciate art you know drawings squiggles whatever it is art everything you know if i have the money for it i'll buy it you know and uh i'll put it on my I'll put, I'll put it around my apartment to support you know and uh i thought it was great man really really uh really out there and i really really dig it i really really dig it man so it's always great to have you know a, a guest who who speaks on that you know because someone who has an experience that uh i like that that connection that expression so yeah
2: absolutely and um um also speaking of connection um his roots go back to uh um uh, which is in uh, chihuahua in mexico and uh, so um you know, he, he also brings that into his artwork as well.
1: Cool, man. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, and so, yeah. So, as we come here to an end uh, for the for, uh, for the first word here, here on the EGA Podcast, episode 014, um, tell us a little bit more, man. Because, you know, uh, we, we've been doing episodes for almost three years uh, through Skype. And uh, tell me how it feels to be in my grateful graceful presence you know you know i don't mean to toot my own horn but to to you know <laughs> i know I, i'm the i'm the great cripple you know what I'm saying so what's up no you know it's <laughs> it, it's you know this was long overdue
2: uh honestly i wish i could have come to visit much sooner
1: um, no hombre if you would have came here uh, pre-pandemic we would have had a pretty drunken time yeah, <laughs> yeah. stumbling over Stumbling over every bar in downtown. <laughs>
2: I, no, I bet. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, this place uh, seems like a really fun place to be uh, for a nightlife for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's great that we've uh, been able to, to hang out again because it's been so long. Uh, the last time I saw you was uh, before the pandemic started, right?
1: Oh, yeah. It was like in 2019, like in November. 2019, yeah
2: wow. mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, this was
1: long overdue Groovy, groovy, man So with that being said, man uh, I think, you know, that, that, that's enough for the first word, man And uh, we, we shall be back here um, on the Iki podcast Episode 014 with myself, Kid Palsy And El Profe, be back, folks Yes, yes, and uh, stay tuned for the Let's Talk About segments With our special guests, Eric Giannis, aka Doobie Junk Alright, y'all Peace. Peace.
0: Que te pasa, Calabaza? We want to hear from our firme listeners. Your feedback and concerns are important to us and they help us expand on our program segments. Me comprendes, Mendes? Let us know what is on your mind by calling and leaving us a message or question in the IKE. Podcast voice mailbox. The phone number for our voicemail is 805 765 1279. That number again is 805 765 1279. Y no manchen con babosadas. Watch, or else I'll tell your jefita and she'll give you un chingazo con la chancla. <laughs>
1: What's happening, y'all? Yes, yes, we're back here on the IKE podcast, episode 014 uh, with myself, Kid Palsy, and El Profe.
2: What's up, everybody?
1: Yes, yes, and we're uh, we're just in time for the Let's Talk About segment, part one. So, Profe, you know, can you please lead us lead us into what we're going to talk about in the part one? Sure, we're in for the
2: big treat. Our big treat today is a uh, fantastic uh, interview with uh, a great artist, uh, Chicano artist Eric Yanis, and uh, yeah, we have him here um, live on the set. What's up? Yo,
3: qué ondas? What's up, everyone? Thank you for uh, for the invite. Glad to be here.
2: Hell yeah, yeah, man. It's it, you know, I mean, Eric knows this. I, I've been wanting to. Get him on the show for quite some time and uh you know uh i think the first time we talked was like uh you know uh last year when uh the pandemic was barely uh picking up right yeah it's
3: barely kind of getting its, its start. we were just talking about maybe we you know to to do a podcast but uh yeah it took a turn didn't it i think it uh everything went kind of kind of wacky
2: yeah <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) twenty twenty was wacky, man. But uh, but you know, I think um, you know it's 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 people that uh, that have that creative uh, um, you know talent that you know uh, bring hope into the world. And uh, and so um, I I thought you know I thought it would be the proper thing to to have you on, Eric, because uh, you do such great work. Um, You know the stuff that Kid Paulzy and I have seen, and. you know uh so for our listeners that um especially our new listeners who um you know haven't had a chance to uh, check out your work uh, you know maybe you could uh, uh uh tell us a little bit about yourself um you know tell us uh you know where where you grew up um how you were introduced to art growing up and and yeah
3: okay yeah so so I'm a product of the '70s. I was born in uh, in East LA, Boyle Heights. Uh, first generation here, and um, nice. I really didn't get yeah, I really didn't get into any kind of arts or anything of that nature uh, outside of uh, you know the macaroni sprayed with gold for a Mother's Day gift out of uh, you know the elementary uh, art uh, classes or the, <laughs> the uh, art sessions that we had. If you guys all remember that, oh yeah, kind of, and. Um, you know but that was like when when that happened it was it was uh you know I was zoned out for for doing all of that and um so um I really wasn't kind of exposed to a lot of art outside of my neighborhood my community and uh, you know mm-hmm. what's awesome is that I might have not taken to museums and, and whatnot but my museums was just driving up and down Whittier Boulevard or Olympic Boulevard and uh, I we, you know we lived uh, nearby the Estrada Courts and so the murals that um, were being showcased and all up and down my, my community with with the fantastic you know classic uh, East LA murals it's just that was that was for me my museum just driving in the, you know, hanging mm. out. with me. Back then, we didn't have to wear seatbelts, and so I'm like just halfway <laughs> out the window, and I'm just like zoning out and tripping out on on on, on all the uh, the mural artwork that was prominent uh, growing up, and so that really kind of stood with me, and yes. uh, it made it, it made a major influence.
2: Right on. So it was it was organic. And uh, uh, what um, at what age did you did you start tapping into that?
3: Well, you know what I've always I've always loved to color. I've always loved to draw, and and I, it just wasn't you know my you know I'm not my, my parents didn't they weren't really kind of aware mm-hmm. of that or at least you know and it's not I'm not you know putting fault or anything. It's just it's the way it was. You know my parents were hardworking. Uh, you know, uh, gente that that was just you know just trying to trying to get busy with work and, and trying to provide, mm. and so how it just kind of fell upon me is just just by instinct you know just loving to doodle all the time, loving to to color all the time, and eventually uh, when I got to high school I, I you know I've had some teachers that that, that kind of noticed that and, and geared me in the right direction and and and. And in high school, I went to Roosevelt High. Graduated in '89, and so okay. during that time, there was not too much art courses available. And um, so I ended up taking like a drafting class that was as close as that I was able to get to uh, in the in the kind of an art professional art field, or and. And so I took that for high school. Coming out of high school, you know, I thought I wanted to be an architect, but I'm just not into math, man.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Me too, me too.
3: Yeah, you know, I just, ah, it just, you know, I I got to, I got to like community college, you know, Pasadena City College and then eventually went to East LA uh, College. And um, I took some just entry level uh, art courses, some painting courses uh acrylic painting and just an intro class and and uh, i got my feet wet there um nice but but uh but uh, you know backtrack a little bit you know right up right out the gate i i, I became a, a a father at 17. wow so so school sort of like at first it was it was you know i'm gonna make i'm gonna try to keep with education and whatnot and Eventually, it's just, you know, I had to, I had to break and, and, and go out and, and take a job and, and, you know, a part-time became a full-time and, and then that's it. You know, I just couldn't make it to, to class and mm-hmm. it was just tough because, uh, you know, had, had to be thinking about providing. Yeah. Um, and, and my education time kind of took a back burner. And so, uh, that's just how it went, man. And that, you then. It wasn't until about 2011 20 2012 is when i really kind of started to get right, right back into kind of like the flow of things you know started off with like just slap stickers doodling on three by five stickers you new know, labels from work oh yeah and uh, just in regular sharpies and um, eventually just creating a bunch of colorful little cartoons and whatnot and Instagram became, you know, became uh, access to me or whatever and uh, um, was posting up and the slapsticker community was really kind of gravitating to my stuff and I began began to have some followers and have the exchange part, like, you know, we would exchange artwork. Wow and uh it became really cool you know i was like wow so it's like it's just like blowing me away dude it's like someone's really fucking digging on my work and they want to know how much a, a sticker costs and i that just blew my mind that somebody would want to you know give me money for something i created on for fun
2: yeah and, uh, no yeah that's and, fantastic uh, real quick uh uh what year did you uh first get on instagram
3: oh man i don't know it was like 20 2012
2: 2012 or something like yeah, yeah about 2012. okay no yeah yeah so um uh you mentioned uh doing um your art uh, with sharpies on stickers were, were, do you, did you ever um identify yourself as a, a graffiti artist
3: you know i no i, I, I never did okay. although i did I did admire a lot of the uh, the graffiti artists from the, from you know from around the neighborhood, mm-hmm. um, but uh, no, I was too busy being a pops. You know, I was mm-hmm. you know I eventually had three kids mm-hmm. that uh, were you know my my on my forefront of, of my thoughts and, and my responsibilities, and so I had to take care of that first. So I, I, I raised them as as best as I could as as a young father and. Uh, uh, once they they grew up and became a little bit more independent of, of for themselves and it kind of freed me up a little bit and I, I sort of backtracked and started to pick up some of the stuff that you know i've always
2: wanted to do so that's awesome that, that you yeah be able yeah. to to uh yeah uh provide and uh raise a family and and then continue with your artwork and uh, you know so um you know um i i think that's that's amazing that's great man um
1: oh Kip yeah also um since we're talking about instagram can you can you please uh tell us your uh, t- tell us the origin of your name
3: <laughs> so um i signed my artwork as doobie junk which is just a fun just a fun name i like to smoke some weed every now and again man i ain't gonna i ain't gonna lie to you man so Back when I say uh, what was that, the AOL uh-huh. kind of era. Yeah. And all these chat all these chat rooms, you know, you had to pick a call name and whatnot. And so that was just that was just a, a chat room call name I used and uh, I I named myself DoobieJunk, Junk, which I spelled D U B E E J U N K. Mm-hmm. It's just a
2: nice and
3: tie it it's fucking weed,
2: I guess yeah <laughs> <laughs> no yeah I uh, we noticed that uh, your artwork your artwork looks very psychedelic and I guess that'll uh, uh, lead us to the next question um, if, if you could tell our uh, audience um, more about your work um, how would you describe your style and um, you know which creation of yours has been your favorite and uh, and maybe if you want to go into more sources of inspiration um, with the, your, that helped you develop your stuff
3: well yeah you know my uh, my influence is an inspiration I guess is uh, it's just been exposed to to a magazine called juxtapause that really kind of turned me on to to a lot of the artwork that I thought was just, just like just rad you know just fuck ah, sick mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. people like Robert Williams and Mark Ryden and Coop, uh, you know um, Anthony Osgang. Those are, it, it, for me, it was just like right up my alley. It just, you know, it, it felt awesome. Like I, I, really dig on on rock posters as well. So that's another sort of art uh, format that I, I really dig on. Nice. And and so that's where I think my my art is is kind of like. Shows itself to be uh, in line with um, kind of psychedelic graphics and stuff uh, i've been using a lot of uh, flu- uh, fluorescent colors that that uh, activate with with the black light and whatnot so that's just been it's been fun trying to trying to figure out what how it 's going to work and whatnot when, once you once you do put it against a black light
2: that's dope and um, and then we also notice like um, you use certain um you know, um, iconic imagery like uh, skulls. Um, uh, I, I think like a laughing cat, um, uh, different kinds of uh, creatures or caricatures. Uh, almost uh, like um, you know, uh, like some kind of like acid trip, Looney Tunes kind of a thing. You know, and uh, and uh, birds and. And it's it's really it, you know it really catches uh, the eyes attention. It's very uh, scopophilic, and um, so maybe you could tell us like wh- where those subject matters come from or what you're trying to convey as well.
3: <laughs> well, it's no it's no secret, man. I mean, Looney Tunes, growing up, you know, the cartoons uh, after school was was uh, was a major influence as well. That's just part of it, you know, Bugs Bunny and. And all that craziness, uh, Ren and Stimpy, <laughs> um, you know, going to uh, going to go see the uh, sick and twisted uh, animation festivals at the movie theaters, and you know, that was pretty wild. Nice. That was also very, very fun.
4: Nice.
3: Um, and so, um, a lot of that is is kind of like showing up now uh, without really kind of knowing. And I'm not really a good illustration artist or anything i just i attempt to do it i never really kind of took courses to to really uh, give myself a, a helping hand so it's really crude and it's very basic but but i like what i'm doing man at the end of the day it's fun for me i i it's not it's not work um it's 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 a great way to to find escape and and meditate and uh i kind of get lost before you know it, you know, I, I sit back and look at the finished product number, and I fucking like, whoa, fuck, I just did that. You know, it's like, yeah, that's pretty cool. So uh, I'm, I'm happy with, with how things are going and how they're it's been progressing. If you look at my Instagram, if you scroll all the way down to the beginning, mm-hmm. you're going to see a really basic slapsticker just simplicities and and whatnot and then and then you could see the the leveling up as as i've just been practicing and, and working it uh, as much as i I've, you know i've been able to uh now that i've got some free time amongst me so
2: right on right on no yeah um i've always found it so interesting that the way that um you know um um uh, certain um uh, communities uh apply like um they 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 give New meaning or new function to um, ordinary items like stickers, you know, and um, and uh, and find it as a way to to put up your art in a public space. I think that's 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 so cool. And, um, you know, and uh, and and the way you've been applying that with your art and how it continues to to be public and um, and open for everyone to see without having to buy a, you know, a ticket. And um, like, we've seen some of your colorful um, uh, work being uh, uh, painted on uh, utility boxes. And yeah, you know, and so uh, maybe you could go into that and tell us how that came about. Um, And then also sharing which one was your favorite piece that you did um, um, on a utility box and, um, and if you'll be doing more in the future.
3: Um, I don't know about the future, uh, but it, you know, I'm not ruling that out. I mean, I just haven't applied for it. And how that, how that works is each city has its, its art program and I guess its own art, uh, or its own funds for, for putting something of this nature. And so, um, they, the, the city puts out an artist call. Mm. I answered a few out of the many that I've you know, submitted my artwork to, I was lucky enough to get chosen three different times. Uh, first time was in the city of Glasso Park in, in California, and, and that was in 2016. And um, at to that point, that was the largest size of uh, canvas that I've ever worked on. And so I was very, you know, a lot of my, my, my work, it really just involves canvases and skateboards um going from three five three by five uh, stickers went into canvases and then into skateboards and and really 16 by 20 canvases 18 by 24 was probably a large size scale for me but to have a utility box now it's like oh shit. so mm. um once i got accepted to to you know or chosen to do one that was uh that was a challenge for me i felt it was and and it was fun you know i uh at the time i was uh, i was having a part-time job and so i had some i had the time to be able to kind of hang out post up and just went to town now a lot of these utility boxes a lot of artists what they do is they have one image that wraps around all four sides and so what i thought was why am i just gonna burn one, one image on all four sides I wanna, i've got four canvases i'm able to do you know, four different art pieces of mine that I, that, you know, it's out in public and I can showcase,
4: mm-hmm. you
3: know, what I'm, you know, my talents and whatnot. So I, so the first one, that's what I did. Uh, one side is an original piece. It's not, it's not connected or, 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 you know, at all, you know, in line with the next one. Mm-hmm. The next one, the next panel was its own panel and the next panel and whatnot. And so I just threw it up. And it was a hit man I, it it i used a lot of color and and it was fun
2: and it was
3: a learning curve for me it was a level up you know it was another level up for me so that's
2: awesome the next
3: yeah the next one was again a few months later in eagle rock mm-hmm. same thing i did four different panels and um and the third one came a year later in 2017 in the city of commerce mm-hmm. and. Um, I don't know. You know, it's just uh, they're all just different. You know, there's just, I can't pick one uh, one favorite of mine. I mean, a few of them were was dedicated to my daughter. Uh, another one, you know, a yeah. couple for, for both my daughters and whatnot. And and it was just fun. It was just a fun experience to be able to kind of do.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And. um which one was your favorite and and maybe if you could describe what you painted on the utility box
3: i think one was the um, it, it's it's a it's a bird i don't know man it's like a i don't know it was a bird it was it originally was a canvas piece uh birthday gift for my daughter mm-hmm. and so um it's the first piece I've uh, I put up on 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 the first uh, utility box and um, had a lot of color involved and I was finding my way and uh, I I mean there it's just no title it's dedicated to to my daughter Alexa and uh, and then you know I don't know there's just there's many out there that uh, that I I mean
2: nice you know I'm in love with
3: you know but yeah. uh, the ones that are dedicated to my daughter the old the uh, uh, on the second, on the second box, I dedicated one for my daughter Erica, and uh, it's just basically a, a female. Um, I don't know, man. It's just with flowers. You just got to see it. I don't know. This, it's that's cool. It's awesome. <laughs> 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 made me feel good. It made me feel good, man.
2: Right on. And um, maybe you could tell our listeners uh, um, on what street intersection they can go to to find that that uh, art piece you did
3: oh wow okay they're both on on Eagle Rock Boulevard
4: okay
3: and I don't know the cross street so I don't remember one in Glasgow Park was on Eagle Rock and Avenue 1232 hmm and then the other in, in Eagle Rock Boulevard I don't remember
2: that's all good uh, you have pictures on your Instagram account right yeah, absolutely okay yeah and we'll, we'll promote your your account in in just a bit and um that's cool man um and uh maybe you could also share with us um you know before the pandemic what um uh what kind of art events or art walks or anything of that nature that you've been a part of and, and yeah you know um, and the, the reception it's... you you've received for your work
3: yeah, you know, it was really uh, before the, the uh, pandemic and uh, it my my art was taking a uh, was taking a spike, man. It was really kind of moving in the right direction. You know, uh, mm-hmm. everything was positive And and uh, I was uh, I was chosen after doing an art show, putting the art show together. Uh, a buddy of mine who uh, who runs a. Uh, a bar, Footsie's bar in, uh, in, in, in Northeast LA. Mm-hmm. And, um, he asked if I'd be interested in, in curating art shows for them once a month. And so I ended up doing that. And, um, I that was, that's, that was fun, you know, being able to, uh, to come across so many, so many artists, you know, for one show I would have, twelve to fourteen different artists up in there and showcasing their work and having a beer with them and getting to know um nice you know uh, just other artists and get to just be you know part of a part of a group man and it, it was it was a little bit of a family it started to feel like and uh, it's been nothing but fun
2: nice and um yeah. uh, did you um do an event there where you would do live art with all the artists would do live art
3: yeah, so with with fourteen artists up in there, what I ended up having, uh, where was able to do with the space, I, I had two two artists doing live art. Mm-hmm. I had about five or six uh, artists uh, vending, you know, and then um, the rest was just wall space where uh, artists would just put up their art in different sections of the bar um, walls and whatnot, and so. Yeah, at the end of the day the uh the bar was just just lit up with art, man, and nice. had lights in there and uh it was just it made for a fun a fun evening.
2: Nice. Oh, that's great, man. And um what kind of feedback uh did you receive um at at those events?
3: Oh, it's positive. Yeah. Uh nothing but positive, man. I mean, you know, uh it just became, you know, it was it was starting to grow and it was starting to get around and and uh, more and more artists were, were were hearing about it and wanted to be part of. It. And so it was it was you know it was on the up and up, man. And COVID, you know, threw a little bit of a side curve or whatnot and uh, kind of ruined a little bit of the momentum. But it, you know, it's it's just a matter of time before we open up again and everything seems to be kind of going in that direction already. And so. I'm looking forward to to maybe continuing the uh, this venture al- along with whatever comes my way, man. I just I mean it's a non stop, you know. It's it's level up all the time as much as you can.
2: Right on! Awesome! Wow! Oh, this is great! This is great! And um, um, so far, what, what um, I think uh, I mean like uh, what what uh, is your favorite piece that you've done so far?
3: Geez, that's a difficult one, you know, I'm I, I haven't, uh, you know, a connection with all of them, obviously, you know, because, you know, it's, it's a cliche and whatnot. Uh, it's like they're my babies or whatnot, but uh, mm-hmm. a lot of them um, have some meaning mm-hmm. and um, there's been some some really neat commissions I've made. Um, one one particular one, and I'm not I'm not I'm not a, a religious guy, you know, that. Lost my religion, you know, years ago. But uh, obviously, being brought up and raised in, in, in Catholicism, it, it's still part of me. And uh, I was commissioned for a, a, a Mother Mary, a Virgin Mary, and uh, mm-hmm. I did I did a piece, and um, it was it was a very it was an interesting piece because my dad was very very much um a believer in in, in, in respected uh la you know yeah and uh, for her day he would have mariachis play and he had a little bit of a, he had a mural going on at a restaurant he owned and uh, and unfortunately uh, while i was working on that piece my my dad ended up passing away from covid yeah on so sorry. Uh, on so sorry. yeah yeah, it was a big bummer for us, uh, my family and it was unexpected. It uh, took him out on on December 23rd of 2020 and so it was a big blow. Yeah, it was a big blow. And so to be able to finish that piece um, before the year was over, um, it meant something. It was just like it, it, it you know, um, that's probably a, a deep one yeah uh, that uh that's that's really meaningful for me at the time because I was working on it and my dad passing out know, suddenly and mm-hmm. and him big uh, just a big big follower of, uh, yeah. him that, uh, it really was emotional
2: oh for sure man our, and you know we we extend our our deepest condolences you know um man that's that's tough I, yeah, gracias. yeah yeah I'm, uh, short for words but um but wow um and um i guess maybe you can uh just tell us real quick also like um um you know like the uh the the, like uh, the the method or approach you take when you want to start on something like what 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 motivates you well
3: it's 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 really not just one certain way I think you know um, sometimes it's it's me just doodling and then seeing seeing that doodle you know at first it's just like okay that's just cool little doodle and it's chucked to the side or whatever and you come back and you see it you know maybe you kind of smoked a little for you know, <laughs> some weed or whatnot and okay. it becomes a little bit more interesting as you look at it and whatnot, and so you 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 play on it, yeah, and it becomes something. Um, that's one way, that the organic way, I guess. And then there's other ways, in where you know you're you're commissioned to do something, and and it's hard for me to take every commission because sometimes I'm I'm not a portrait guy. You know, like, can you hey can you paint my dia? You know, it's like no, dude, I I can't do your dia, dog. <laughs> <laughs> But, mm-hmm. but if it's something that's, that's, you know, it's, that I can pull off, I feel I can pull off and then I get into it and then it, it just kind of comes about, man. It, it, I don't, I can't tell you, there's no kind of formula for it. It just, just feels, man. Like that, uh, I just recently did a live art show and, um, that was just kind of put together and, uh, just hours before the show i was like i don't know what i'm gonna do i was like whatever i was i was actually gonna cancel it or postpone it because i wasn't really working ready to do anything but they already had blasted me on the uh, on the flyer and i'm all like all right it's on <laughs> So <laughs> you, you yeah, jump so, right in so, yeah yeah my you know my girl and i we went and uh, it was held at a brewery a high def brewery in uh, in downtown and it was like a dj live dj um just it was just live stream the the, the place was closed, but uh, you know We were able to kind of bring in your friends and family and any invites and it's a brewery man So what we
2: man we got we got loaded man <laughs> <laughs> Nice well, you know, um uh, We're, we're uh, gonna uh, break into a, a quick uh, commercial break, but uh, not really commercial, but it's a break uh, but um, you know we'll go more into that uh, into the uh, live stream event in um, the second half of the uh, of the segment uh, let's let's talk about and uh, but uh,
1: kid pozzy and uh, we'll we'll be back here uh, for the let's talk about segment part 2 here on the ike podcast episode 014 here on, uh with myself kid pozzy and el profe be back folks with a special guest uh, Doobie junk
0: Echa la Online, you can email us at tsbf.exilepodcastnetwork at gmail.com Make sure to include Ike on the subject line. You can find us on Instagram at Ike Podcast. And click on the link in our bio for our latest podcast episode. Don't be a leva. Send us a DM. Ala brava. And please use the hashtag Ask Ike with your questions on social media. Tell them your carnal, El Cholo Viejo, from Oxnard 805 sent you.
1: What's happening, y'all? Yes, yes, this is Kid Palsy. En el Profe. Yes, yes, you're listening to the Ike podcast episode 014 um here with the homie the guest uh eric yanez aka doobie junk so profe can we start off here the part two let's talk about segments sure thank you kid posi so um eric tell us uh
2: we were just uh talking about the um uh online uh, art event that you were a part of and uh maybe you could uh go into uh, more detail about the background of the event and um, How you became a part of it and uh, the piece that you worked on um, on the uh, event
3: all right, sure sure. Yeah, man, so I Got I got invited um, to uh, to be part of the uh, some uh, Garage gallery is a, is, a, is a gallery that was uh, was working out of the downtown area Mm-hmm. Los Angeles, and uh, with COVID and whatnot, they they had obviously shut down, and and so in order for them to kind of generate or or, or or stay prominent, man, it uh, they went with doing some some live streaming, and on Tuesdays and, and Thursdays, what they what they do uh, is live stream out of a brewery out of uh, downtown LA, and mm-hmm. I believe it's called High Def uh, Brewery. Mm-hmm. On Olive Street and okay. Trek, the uh, the owner was 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 uh, and, and Suze, They 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 invited me to, to see if I would be interested in, in doing some live art for them on uh, on this past Tuesday. And what they do is Trek is also a DJ, and so what they do is they 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 like to highlight uh, some DJ uh, music. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have. They also invite artists to come in and do like some live art. And so I was one of them for the live art, and uh, it was fun, man. It's out of a brewery, so right up my alley. What am I gonna say? No, come on now, <laughs> let's do this. It, uh, it was a Tuesday, so you you could only imagine what uh, Wednesday morning
2: at work was. It was
3: like, uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, oh, so all right. So, so, um, what what did you work on uh, in the? Uh... On the live show, so
3: yeah, so so this is something that that uh, just kind of just kind of came about. You know, I was uh, really wasn't uh, really knowing what I wanted to do, but at the end of the day, I I, I got something done. And basically, it's 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 a COVID nineteen whatever cell or whatever the uh, virus and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. And I I, uh, I got it under you know it's sort of in the shape of a of a crossbones skull and crossbones mm-hmm. with two syringe needles uh, entering the top and um, it's spewing the serum it's in it's in fluorescent color uh, bright green and then you put it under light, it's pretty it's pretty gnarly it's pretty freaking psychedelic wow. um, I do have a couple of inverted crosses up on top that. You know, I'm I'm fully vaxxed. I got both my, uh, you know, uh, Moderna uh, vaccinations in me already and uh, going into it, though, you know, I mean, I was kind of hesitant as a lot of us are, you know, it's like we don't know what we're doing. We're just believing what the government wants, blah, blah, blah. And so, but. I've got an underlying condition and it made sense for me and and, and I care about my family. And, you know, if, if this is what it's going to take for me to be able to kind of stick around for, for a while and, and better chance of me avoiding COVID, you know, like we talked about it, COVID took my dad out. Um, yeah. That left a major impression on me as to how I believe, you know, that this is real. Yeah. And so I, you know, I went in and, and, and got vaxxed now. The two the two syringes up on top with the inverted crosses is basically a play on, on the book of revelations in the Bible and again I'm not a big religious guy but it, you know it's been in, it's been in my life for you know since since I was born and so uh, it plays a factor and it kind of you know it's always been part of my art and uh, the inverted crosses is basically did, did I did we just take the mark did, we, did, did I just take the mark of uh,
2: mark of the beast? Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, the beast, exactly. And so, you know, I, I fucking sure did. Fuck it, let's do this, you know? I've yeah. just said fuck it. It's just
2: Yeah.
3: Whatever, man. And No, yeah, I'm kid, gonna uh, just I'm re- gonna tie uh-huh. to death of COVID nineteen and uh, uh-huh. it's basically the death of uh, of COVID for in my case at least.
2: Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, um, you know you know, Kid Pause and I we, we both got uh, uh vaccinated and uh we're proponents and uh, you know, we just let science speak for itself. The proof is in the pudding. Right. So,
3: yeah, man, I mean, yeah, there's no. too much conspiracy theories out there and, you know, I mean, you can't, I don't know, man, it's a tough one, dude. I'm just going to, I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay over here in the center.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. For sure. I mean, for me, since, you know, I have a disability <laughs> and I have, uh, I have a disability as well as like other breathing, um, other breathing issues. um, I was like, you know, what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna risk it, you know. I'm not gonna absolutely. risk it, you know. So, and then plus, I want to be around my family, you know. So, I, I absolutely. The, um, so I took the vaccine. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a kicker for me too. I mean, I got diagnosed with MS uh, last year in about June.
4: Whoa, wow.
3: Yeah. You know? Oh wow. Yeah. So, I'm I'm on medication for that, and and basically that medication, what it does, it it, it prevents the white blood cells to really kind of go into your brain and, and and keeps them away. And with the white blood cells not being in your brain, what if I do contract COVID, you know, it's going to be a fucking party up in there for them. And so wow. I, I know I got no self, no, no, no defense for that. No immune system for that because the medication for MS is basically keeping them away. You know? <laughs> so yeah. I had to do it. I had to make sure that I got myself, you know, in, in the, in the green.
2: Yeah, no, that's cool, man. It's great. And um, uh, real quick, uh, during the break, you, you mentioned uh, uh, a current project you're working on. If, if you could tell us more about the uh, the album cover art that you're uh, working on at the moment.
3: Yeah, you know, I uh, it's, it's I've just been so so lucky and 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 appreciative of, of a lot of the friends. You know, I have a good uh, a good community of of, of uh, artists. That, uh, that I've been you know lucky to be around and uh, a lot of them are musicians and so um, a musician friend of mine is is doing a, uh, a benefit album a um, bunch of just local uh, classic punk rock you know Mike watts and, and figures of that nature that uh, that are gonna be on this album there and there's gonna be about 14 different uh Bands put together, it's a mm-hmm. collaboration, and they asked me to do uh, an out the album cover, and so I'm gonna, I'm you know the theme is uh, the lotería, the uh, the Mexican uh, bingo game, cool. so uh, so each each uh, there's gonna be fourteen different images um, representing cool. each of the fourteen bands, and so they uh, we chose fourteen different images or, or the playing cards, and um, and just gonna try to represent well my you know put my spin on it on a classic which is you think you know you think it's easy but it's it's a lot of pressure man you know? You know chicano artists and I'm like oh man how how is he gonna fight how's he gonna do that one how's he gonna pull that one off you know but yeah. I'm all like oh it's easy enough you know but it, there's 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 some pressure involved with this one and so it's i've gotta i gotta step it up man I, I hope I can I can meet the uh the expectation you know and so it's but at the end of the day I'm having fun man it's just there's nothing else to do, and why not fucking sit in my room and and paint, dude? <laughs> uh,
2: no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, just a suggestion. Uh, I volunteer you put uh, Kid Pawzi's image on the El Boracho card. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. That well, would definitely believe it
3: or not. That one wasn't wasn't selected. You know, I like I, I. It was one that I said I was I would I'd be willing to interpret, but uh, no, it wasn't was not selected, but you're gonna have to wait to see what the 14 different ones are.
2: Okay.
3: <laughs> it's still work it's still work in progress
2: you know whip yeah no for sure yeah yeah uh, I caught something on the news that was this one guy he was during the, the I mean of course we're still in the pandemic but from day one uh, where it was announced that it was a pandemic I, I believe there's this one uh, Artist like in L- in la that um, would draw or paint um a dodgers player i think uh, uh, for each day of of the week and oh wow <laughs> so yet and that they um i guess they're displaying his paintings at uh, dodger stadium but uh, yeah pretty crazy stuff Yeah, I, I don't know i think you gotta, it, find, uh-huh.
3: you gotta find a way to 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 get that outlet out you know the uh the art outlet this the creative outlet needs to fucking come out some way or the other, man. I mean,
2: yeah.
3: when they said, hey, man, you stay home orders, you know, you can't leave the house. I'm all like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> I'm down. I can, you know, I can paint, I can draw. That's what I'm doing anyways, you know. Yeah. No, but, sure. uh, but yeah, you know, at the end of the day, we're like, you know, human beings, we're we're, we're, we're social. We're social beings, man. We need to be around people. We, yeah. maybe not all the time, but sometime, you know, we need. We need some social interaction.
2: Yep, that's right, and th- that's why Kid Pawsey laminated his uh, uh, <laughs> vaccination card. So when he go, when he starts going out again, he's gonna show them to the ladies. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> I'm fully vaccinated, baby. <laughs> no worries here, honey. And then, um, did you ever go to any of those uh, art shows? I'm trying to remember. If this was, but this was in the. I, I'm going to say early 2000s. I think they're called something like Cannibal Daisy or something like that.
3: No, you know what? I'll be honest with you, man. Um, before, anything before 2011, no, anything before, uh, like, 2013,
4: 2014,
3: mm-hmm. nah, man, I I was clueless, dude. I just, uh, you know, for me, it was just, it, it just slowly became, you know, as... as I just started to post, 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 and and gradually my you know, um, my profile was just growing. Yeah. And, and um, doing doing art walks here and there, you know, at the uh, Mariachi Plaza. Oh, cool. In in high in Highland Park. Um, yeah. Just certain just certain areas uh, was doing you know it was. It, 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 started to kind of become familiar with other artists that were doing the same thing over and over again and so we just kind of friended up and and things just kind of uh, worked itself out and I've got I had connections to a small gallery in Highland Park invited some of the friends that uh, that I've made uh, made acquaintance of uh, during these art walks and show was fucking awesome it was fun and we had a great time and it just started to, to just continue to to snowball into a, just bigger and, and more opportunities and yeah at least be around more other uh, other artists that were just you know fucking blowing it up and and it was just uh giving me just giving me inspiration continue doing to inspira- this to, to inspire me man mm-hmm. it's just, so i every time i'd go to an art show or some art event i'd want to come home because i was like "Fuck, man i want to fucking get busy already i want to work yeah you guys make it look so easy but <laughs> i don't know you know it's like some of these artists out there right now they're just like dope
2: wow and um i remember there was one um image that you posted on your instagram account and um I'm, uh, you know, I might be wrong. I'm sorry if I'm mistaken, but uh, I'm not sure if it was a collaborative uh, effort on your part where it was like a goat's head with a pentagram and snakes. Mm. Or was that just uh, you being at a at a show?
3: Uh, it's probably yeah. It's probably me. Just kind of uh, what I like to do is 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 take pictures at shows and 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 post up and you know just just cross. Promote friends and okay, yeah. So it's probably I don't yeah I didn't. Although I've had pentagrams and you know in in my work and I've had some goat heads in my work. <laughs> I don't know, doing a collaborative piece or maybe I don't know. I can't t- I can't think of I can't think of one right now that I've done.
2: Well, I'm um, like, but but uh, you ha- you have collaborated with uh, other artists on pieces or
3: oh oh very much yeah yeah there's there's. <laughs>
2: maybe if you want to share with us uh, like who who you really like working with
3: well I've worked like the most uh, the person I've worked with the most was uh, is, is used to be a, a roommate of mine and his name is Darby crow uh, we collaborated a lot uh, back in like the 20 2014 20, yeah
4: 2013
3: 2014 time mm-hmm. and and um, we did. We did. We, yeah. We did a lot. And skillet, skillet. You find him in skillet art. You know, Sean. He's fucking awesome. Um, nice. We've collaborated. Um, I've had some. You know, a lot of collaborations, man. I like doing that. You know, especially you know, when during that little sticker era, man. We, you know, we would share. You know. Mm-hmm sticker art and whatnot and he's like someone will set it off and then we'll just pass it on and whoever set it off gets to keep it you know
2: yeah that's cool and um oh go ahead sorry
3: yeah yeah no i just i've got a few pieces that i'm like you know i I, i'm holding on to just because you know they've it's meaningful to me yeah to be able to work with with you know i've got like there's one specific guy his name is uh, uh desert grinder mm-hmm. this cat this cat guess where he's from man he's from <laughs> he's from uh, switzerland oh shit <laughs> so so he hit me up he's all like dude i really like your art man and, and uh because we were we were both following some some uh some rock music uh profile and uh i did like a fan art of the uh of that page, and um, so he hit me up he hit, and we friended, and he's all like, "Man, are you down to collab to you do collaboration?" I'm all like, "Yeah, we're in LA. Are you, man? I'll drop it off or whatever." <laughs> and he's all like, "Well," he's all like, "I'm in Switzerland." I go, "Okay, you set it off, doc. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm down, but you set it up." And so yeah, sure enough, dude, he started it, and he shipped me he shipped me the canvas with you know with the blank sec you know he worked on his on his portion and. He sent me a canvas in the mail i got it and uh went to town on it and it was it was fun dude it came out pretty fucking neat he liked it he's all you want to do it again and we did it again so you know it's just like being able to kind of like come on man i, I don't how don't <laughs> born and raised in East Like how am i working with someone from switzerland dude? and 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 then there's the time where I knew, I knew a, a small gallery in Highland Park and, and this guy in Switzerland named Desert Grinder and I got him a, a solo show. You know, I penciled him in, you know, I got to, with the owner and he's like, yeah, for sure. He sent like 30 different pieces from Switzerland, man. He must have paid so much money to get all that crated up and shipped. Oh. And yeah, and then, and then we put it up Stood up for a month He sold a few pieces But there was a, f- a good chunk of it that still, That's still It's still You know Available mm-hmm. And he fucking flew out Dude He fucking flew out From Switzerland For fucking one day it, The show was on a Saturday I picked him up On a Friday afternoon
4: uh-huh.
3: Fucking Had the show on a Saturday And I put him back On an airplane On Sunday morning To fly back to Switzerland For For you know For his for, He was here for his solo uh, For his opening night man And uh Wow That That's, that's fucking cool dude Fucking Mike is fucking rad dude
2: That's so cool Wow I wish I could have uh, Checked out the exhibit Damn Yeah
3: I still You know what I still have his work Oh, it's in storage I'm storing it I can't He he doesn't have the money To ship it back And I don't, I don't How am I So I got a storage and and um, wow. and that's just sitting in in storage, man. I mean, but it needs to get sold, man. It needs to get moved.
2: Wow. Well, we'll, we'll probably we'll find a way to uh, promote it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's know. do that. Yeah, Let's man. do that. Yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, talking about uh, you know um, art and galleries, I you know I I wanted to get your thoughts on the. Uh, I guess the current state of lowbrow art, uh, Chicano lowbrow art and, um, you know, uh, your thoughts on, you know, uh, where it's at or or, uh, the direction it's going um, and maybe even uh, going to talking about the the Cheech Marin uh, Museum in uh, Riverside um, and if you've had any contact with him about your work. No, I uh, I haven't
3: uh, haven't met him or, or been in contact with him, but um, I hope to. You know, yeah. I mean, he he's definitely one of uh, you know a, a one that that definitely is 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 a major you know figure in, in Chicano art, and and I know I'm appreciative of it because he's making he's making our art. You know, be more accessible, be more out there. You know, it's not yeah. it's not some. You know, um, I don't know. It's it's taken more serious mm-hmm. as as it should. I mean, it should never have been you know marginalized in, in, in the way it has been. But uh, with with him doing what he's doing and and promoting the way he has mm-hmm. um, has only been a benefit for us. It's been a positive just a positive uh just force man so i'm just grateful if i can one day you know come across him and and be able to kind of uh, collaborate with him I'd be, I'd be i'd be stoked
2: no absolutely man uh you know we we'd love to see your work uh, at uh, his museum for sure yeah and um um and uh you know uh so what do you? I mean, what do you see um, art, uh, particularly lowbrow art, going, you know, um, post-pandemic and uh, and into the future?
3: Man, you know that's a hard question, man. I, I really, you know, for someone that's that that kind of took a a, a a late start to it, if you will. You know, I mean, I sort of I kind of just fell into it, you know, after just being domesticated for so long and and now uh, being you know being being out there or trying to get out I'm not I'm not I'm nowhere near any sort of high profile or anything but but you know I'm just having fun I'm following the flow and you know, I swing only where the fucking positivity's at. You know, it's like that's that's all I care about um, is 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 whatever makes makes me fucking smile, and uh, or it makes an impact. You know, it makes some sort of uh, influence in in some way. Whether it, it, you have to react, man, it, art's about reaction. And, and I know, I've, I've you know, I've read or I heard, and it's important that, that artists take the opportunity to to really start to like record history in our times and our moments and so i definitely believe in that um right on. i think yeah so i you know i have you know there's a there's certain amount of responsibility as an artist in, in as as musicians or or any art form um your format is 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 an art form in being able to record and document this 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 moment here with with me and and who you guys are and what you're doing so i'm like i'm just appreciative of, of how things are kind of rolling out for me it's all kind of falling into place and in, in in a weird form and um i i'm i'm open i'm open for it man. and, and if it's positive i'm i'm game
2: right on awesome cool and um yeah, uh, you know, uh, and 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 with that said, uh, uh, please uh, share uh, with our listeners what uh, how they can reach you or find uh, you and your work on uh, social media.
3: Well, my, I've got facebook and i've got you know but who does facebook anymore (laughs) um instagram instagram is 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 basically where i it's my bread and butter um you can find me under doobie junk and that's d-u-b-e-e-j-u-n-k um got a tiktok i I mean all the all the platforms dude i got them all but uh you know i'm more i'm more more vis more more prominent on the uh
2: on the gram for sure on the gram right on nice <laughs> <laughs> speaking of gram nah <laughs> yeah it's uh, about that time, time.
1: Uh, you know well with that being said man um, Uh, wish me being, being a kid palsy and a prophet here uh, really appreciate you being here uh, part of our show for the let's talk about segment man uh, uh, do, um, este, would you like to say any uh, este, uh, any parting words as we come to an end some shout outs Shout out to Mary. What's up, Juanita? Love you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Yes, <laughs> All right, man. Well, yeah, thank you for being a part of uh, the Let's Talk About segment. Um, I really hope that we can um, have you here uh, very, very soon, man.
3: Yeah. Oh, igual. Gracias for having me and uh you know i it, it's just again i'm grateful and appreciative of all of this and so uh just thank you so much man it, it really means a lot so thank you for what you guys doing and um
1: for sure man and uh hopefully when uh when i when i'm in town when, when i'm in the eight um, when i'm in the area uh we can link up and do another podcast man yeah yeah let's do it let's right. do it I'm, g- I'm game i'm sounds good man sounds good all right well Orale. with that being said man uh, i think uh we're coming into an end here for the uh let's talk about segment part one and two um here with the special guest uh doobie junk um uh, here on the ek podcast episode 014 with myself once again kid palsy and el
2: profe be back folks all right y'all peace
0: No te if you want to write us, you can send us postcards, letters or gifts to P.O. Box 844, Camarillo, California 93011. We're also accepting artwork, which we'll display on Instagram. And we're also accepting band demos, which we'll play on our podcast. Es la neta. We look forward to hearing from you. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. Gracias.
1: What's happening, y'all? Yes, yes. We are back here on the EK Podcast, episode 014, with myself, Kid Palsy. And El Profe. Yes, yes. And uh, that was a great, great interview uh, for the Let's Talk About segment with uh, Dub E. E Junk, right? A.K.A. Eric Yannis.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, You know, we want to thank Dub E. Junk from the bottom of our hearts uh, for sharing his... uh, experiential knowledge, um, his, um, um, you know, insight on his art. And if you want to check out, um, his art on Instagram, uh, just go to his art account, which is, um, his handle is, uh, junk and it's, um, let's see. It's spelled, uh, D U B
1: E E J U N K. Doobie Junk, yes, yes. All right, keep pausing. Yeah, so yeah, just uh, just hit him up on the uh, Instagram. Check out his arts. You know, let him. You know, let him know. You know, este, that you uh, listen to our episode. You know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, support him, man. Support the arts. Support the local artists. Support art everywhere.
2: No, yeah, and I really like the piece he did on uh, COVID nineteen uh, just the other night um, during the live online um art event so we'll definitely post that piece on our instagram account at ek podcast and you know uh it'd be great to get your feedback uh, our listeners feedback about his piece and um you know on that note as well um you know again we want to reiterate on the importance of uh taking the vaccine uh both Kid Palsy and I have uh uh, Taken uh, both rounds of uh, the the uh, covet 19 vaccine and uh, this way we've been able to uh, work together again in the same space but also uh, protect our loved ones family those around us that we care about right kid palsy
1: for sure for sure you know uh take the vaccine you know keep your kids healthy keep yourselves healthy keep your uh, uh family members friends healthy keep your environment healthy you know and help uh you know uh you know kind of um you know make the numbers fall right so we can so we could go back to normality uh as much as possible
2: absolutely um you know uh we seen how the um uh pandemic has ravaged uh, the world um and then going back to um our guest uh, um on tonight's uh, on today's episode on this episode um uh, how it has affected his family and uh how we see it affecting families around the world and um you know taking the vaccine will, will definitely uh, help bring down those numbers of when it comes to infection and uh, death so
1: for sure man um i personally have known a four of four different cases who uh, that have hit home you know of, of folks that i've known throughout the years who died of uh who, who died of the covid yeah. uh you know so this is definitely real man yeah definitely real absolutely. and you know please uh please be healthy be good do your part you know and uh soon hopefully we'll be in in the normal into, no, into normalcy
2: absolutely absolutely and uh you know uh keep wearing a mask um practice social distance um until we see that uh you know uh, uh, most of the population has taken the vaccine and and that we have uh, developed herd, herd immunity so you know uh so hopefully in the near future uh we'll see um a better tomorrow and we can continue on with uh doing the, the things that we want to do in life cool well great episode um you know, Kid Palsy, uh, it's great to uh, be working with you. Uh, uh, you know, face to face, even if I have to smell you.
1: You know, I wish I could say the same thing. Uh, I wish I could say the same thing about you, man. But uh, <laughs> you know, I have to put up with you. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. Uh, it's been a great week, man. It's awesome. Uh, yeah. Thank you for uh, driving a long distance to be my grateful presence. Uh uh, you know, so hopefully I I was able to make your life a little bit better this past week. <laughs> 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 no, but uh no, but I r- I really appreciate your presence, your time, your energy, your efforts, the fact that you drove all the way over here to come visit, uh uh experience this town with me, um have some brews, um have some fun, have a great time, record this podcast. Yeah, you know, uh I really miss this. Uh, it's been three years, man. Um, you know, although it's been great to do this podcast through Skype, uh, there's no, there's nothing like uh, being able to do it uh, in person, for sure, man. And uh, as we, we as we finish our beers, um, and uh, this episode comes to an end, uh, once again, thank you to all the listeners, the supporters. Uh, you know, uh, I hope you like the I hope you like the episode and spread the word of this. Uh, spread the word of the ek podcast uh you know so we can uh have more listeners and more supporters thanks everybody all right y'all this uh this is the end of episode 014 uh with myself Kit palsy and the profe yes yes y'all so stay tuned for more new episodes of the ek podcast coming to you very soon peace peace
0: e Podcast was produced by El Profe and engineered by Kid Palsy. This program was recorded at Underground Garage Studios for the Exile Podcast Network under the umbrella of the Sugar Beats Factory. Any and all music used in this program is credited to its rightful owners. All rights reserved. safos. Cancel the world. (laughs) new master, and this school shall achieve greatness, and also the wealth that goes along with that greatness. Remember today, this is the beginning, when this our school will finally start to